It's time for Branding Business, the only show that brings branding experts and corporate executives together to explore how branding your business can improve both your top-line growth and bottom-line performance. Brought to you by Rikus Baird. And now, here's your host. Welcome to Branding Business, brought to you by Rikus Baird. I'm Ryan Rikus, and today's show topic is digital marketing. Here with me today is Peter Bohannik president and co-founder of Rhythm Interactive, a digital marketing agency located in Irvine, California. Peter is here to talk to us today about how a digital marketing firm views strategic branding and their role in delivering a branded experience online. Pete, welcome to Branding Business. Thank you, Ryan. Well, let's get started here at the kind of a big picture point of view. Um, you share with me that you were founded in 1996. Uh, that's decades ago in uh, digital time. Uh, <laughs> What was your vision then, and, and how has it evolved? Well, it's uh, definitely an interesting story. When we started out in in '96, we were really focused on a dot-com model, actually, of creating an online music store for local unsigned musical artists. And uh, through the creation of that website and that business model, which really failed at that time, uh, just no people were really leveraging online as a buying medium and leveraging e-commerce. You know, all the cyber scare, putting your credit card into cyberspace. Um, just kind of scared them off. But through that, we evolved into an agency uh, where actually some of the musicians that had full-time jobs started to refer the uh, you know the companies that they were working at over to us to actually work on the website. And that's how we started to get, actually get into more of the agency side of the business. And slowly but surely, as we went from beyond just a, a, a design agency, basically creating brochureware in the form of interactive, we started to really see what we could be in terms of a full-service interactive agency and have worked hard to get to the point where we are today. Oh, that's a great story, how to build out of adversity. Yeah, pretty interesting. Well, since we're uh, talking about branding today, maybe you can share with us uh, what makes your brand distinctive. How, how is Rhythm uh, Interactive unique compared to other digital marketing firms out there? Yeah, it's a great question. There's a lot of firms out there that are positioning themselves, you know, kind of a lot like us. But uh, what makes us unique is that we leverage really three pillars is what we call them, which is strategy, design, and technology, and put those together to really create from a strategy-first point of view um, an online marketing solution. So we definitely lead with strategy um, and offer more of a consultative approach to clients' needs, trying to understand their business goals initially and then really kind of work backwards into what their um, you know their, their key target audiences needs wants and desires are so that we can kind of bridge that gap and build an online marketing solution whatever that might be website email so forth and so on good well you also share with me that your uh, your staff has doubled over the last six months so you must be doing something right can you share some insights on what's triggered this growth uh, definitely. Uh, it's been an interesting uh, ride. You know, 2008, I guess, for a lot of companies was, was a rough one. 2009 for us, we definitely experienced some challenge there. Uh, but as economies continued to pick up into 2011, a lot of it has really been centered around um, the move to, to more digital um, as companies are you know, trying to optimize their budgets and really seeing return on investment. They're looking more from the traditional channels um, and kind of not not leaving them per se, but kind of diversifying more and starting to leverage digital um, as, as more of their mix um, in addition to the traditional that they currently are doing. And, and they're moving dollars that direction, which translates into more work for us. So that's been great. And along with that, we've also have a really strong re- referral base. 
of clients and contacts. And uh, as the economy's picked up, that's picked up as well. And so there's just a, a great deal of, of business coming into us right now. And the other thing that's been kind of a strategic shift for us outside of you know, typically doing project work, we're definitely more focused on account-based services where we can really work with a company from a brand perspective to understand the strategy around their brand and help execute that digitally um, and more have a, you know, a retainer-based relationship, which is ongoing services. So we've added a layer of account services professionals to help manage those accounts, and that's also led to more and an increase in business on an ongoing basis. spoke to a number of different things there. One is, um, I think, these economic times we're in uh, require people to evaluate their marketing expenditures, and certainly digital allows for a more trackable ROI. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, that's certainly at the, the mind of executives these days is ROI <laughs> and you know maximizing their spend on advertising and understanding what it's doing for them. And that's the one thing about digital that's that's really I think great is that you can virtually track, you know, right down to um, you know what's exactly happening on a website through to a purchase, to an online form being filled out, a white paper being downloaded, um, and that may start actually with email, some sort of a social media post, a blog post, and then tracking the activity from from that initial interaction right through to some level of conversion, and that's so important. And then tying that back to some sort of a media spend or a campaign budget and understanding how effective it is and, and where to optimize on top of that. So, I don't see that trend going away. No, it seems like it's increasing. And that's one of the pushes that we're experiencing right now and the need that supported this, this need to hire is because we are getting hit with a lot of interest in not only leveraging digital, but also being able to track marketing and understand what's working and what's not. And again, maximizing those dollars. So the website, if, if that's where you start, is just the first step, really, in terms of you know really creating and leveraging that online experience. And that's what's led to these retainers where you're managing the, the metrics and reporting back and providing insights and then growing the business. Yeah, is that, that right? That's exactly it. Okay. I mean, the website is really the hub uh-huh. of the you know, online marketing solution. There's a lot of channel strategy that is employed around it to make it all perform. Rika Spirit is a brand strategy firm, and, and companies come to us to help them define their brand, and, and which ultimately becomes the platform for all communication, uh, including online, of course. Uh, and I'm, I'm guessing here, but you probably have some clients who come to you with without having gone through the process of a brand strategy uh, and understanding clearly what differentiates their brand and their value proposition. So how do you go about that in terms of trying to understand what it is that's unique about their brand, what their brand really stands for, and uh, how they can leverage the brand if, if they haven't gone through a process like that. Where they don't have a mature brand in a position with... Where they have not, yes. Okay. So the first thing that we would do is you know, recognize that and then recommend that they work with a company like Regus Baird. And obviously, um, you guys do excellent work. And we'd look for, hopefully, the client to work with someone at your caliber to develop that. But if they didn't have that, then we would, you know, typically as part of any client engagement, we do a deep dive on discovery, and we really try to understand at at, a, at least a baseline level what their business goals are around what could be conceived, I guess, as their brand and some level of strategy around it, and then look at their user needs, who we're going to engage with, and uh, really understand what kind of information is important to them, um, what is going to help them with their their buying decision from that client and try to at least at a baseline level leverage that information. I mean, we do have some branding capability in-house in that we can 
help a company develop a low-level strategy, but we're certainly not a brand development firm and would recommend, again, that they, they really engage with, with a company just like Rika Spared. If they've gone through a process like that and the brand is well-defined, documented, in fact, even hopefully brand guidelines were laid out where it talks about uh, color, imagery, font, and so forth, does that save them some amount of time, I guess? Well, it, it, it saves them time in that we don't have to rethink um, or start that process from scratch without having the real expertise that an agency such as RB can apply to something like that. But more so than that, it it helps it be more effective, okay. um, the strategy that we ultimately come up with, because our job is to leverage that strategy that exists. So we spend a lot of time understanding what that strategy is, understanding those guidelines, and then applying it to the thought processes, the engagement strategies, the convergence strategies, right down through the look and feel of the site, the emails, all of that is leveraging that brand, the brand strategy, the brand guidelines. And so having that in place is such a key critical piece because that informs us of what the positioning is, the strategic messaging, and how we can then engage on their behalf through this online solution and really begin to have those digital conversations with their intended customers and their customers, for that matter, both prospects and ex- existing customers, and do it in a, in a very consistent way that helps increase brand recognition and, and grow those relationships. Okay. Well, kind of picking up on that then, the website, as you mentioned, is the hub. And now to communicate to those audiences, organizations could really utilize email campaigns, uh, social advertising or social media, mobile apps, a variety of different ways across multiple mediums to reach their audience. How do you go about advising clients? And now it's like an online marketing plan in essence, right? How do you go about advising clients on what digital strategies and, and tactics are appropriate to be most effective? Yeah, it's a great question. Part of our initial discovery, we really take a look at really everything that the client is currently employing. And they typically come to us with you know a website need or some sort of social media need something typically specific, but we're going to take a step back and kind of look at the general picture and understand what they're leveraging from a CRM solution, email solution, are they leveraging email at all, channel strategies around social media. So really understand what they're currently doing or not doing. And then we kind of evaluate their business goals. You know, typically they're coming to us not just to build a website, but to meet some sort of goals that they have set that they want to achieve. So once we understand what those are, then we can really kind of start thinking about okay, certainly we need a website, but the website needs traffic to it. And how are we going to get the traffic there? And that requires us typically to do some research online, to look at some competitor websites, to see what they're doing. Also do some customer analysis, target audience analysis to really understand who they're marketing to, who their, their best clients are down to maybe kind of related clients and then figure out where those people are online and how they might get to that site and what information is of interest to them that we can push out. And that starts to help us understand the, tr- the channel strategy. So can we do that through social media? And, and how can we do that? Can we leverage email? Uh, most certainly we can, but can we do that on the acquisition side, on the retention side? It's, it's pretty much always a yes. But there's also pay-per-click advertising, online display advertising, so many different medias, online video that we can leverage. It just depends, and then we kind of frame that up around both those those business goals on the client side and the user needs and where the users are and naturally kind of going online and, and drive them to the site or whatever channel it is that, that we're trying to drive them to to engage them and then hopefully get them to, to convert at some level. 
Okay. And then how often do you meet with your clients on those results or metrics and evaluating? Is that client by client? Is that once a month or that daily? With some clients, it could be hourly. Who knows, yeah, right? It could be all of the above, uh-huh. I guess. Definitely. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of back and, and forth communication. We definitely need to collaborate with our clients at a very high level to achieve their business goals and, and, of course, working with their marketing team to execute that. So it really becomes a very uh, team-oriented approach. So the formal reporting typically happens once to twice a month where we hopefully can meet face-to-face if they're close enough locally speaking, geographically speaking. Otherwise, it happens over the phone, via WebEx, what have you. But at a minimum, at least a monthly basis. And then if we've got a client relationship where we've got a retainer with them and really doing a high-level marketing campaign, then we're typically talking to them daily. Okay. We've got daily pushes, weekly reporting. They typically have access to online reporting that we provide them with so they can get in there and see things and not just be totally dependent on us to see the results, which is important. So we kind of empower them to have visibility into our online reporting systems. But a lot of the high-level analysis and the recommendations that we make typically come um, once or twice a month. Okay. So you're primarily working with the marketing team on these initiatives. Maybe just chat a little bit about this philosophy that years ago, it used to be that the, the tech team owned the website. And then it seemed like it all shifted over to the marketing team. And uh, it sounds like that really is the relationship you mostly have. But how involved is technology department within a client and, and the marketing? And you know, what's the ideal scenario there? Because it seems like they both still have to be involved at some level. Give me your viewpoint on that. Yeah, it's, uh, it continues to be a struggle out there, um, at times anyway. But the relationship between IT, marketing, online, offline is becoming more and more important these days in that it's not enough to just have a website, but the website needs to perform. And that means it's got to generate leads. And those leads need to end up in some sort of a, a system beyond the website that can be managed from a lead generation point of view and follow-up sales point of view. That typically involves a CRM system, ERP system, and there's got to be a holistic approach to all those things. So I think the website, from a marketing point of view, it's critical for marketing to be able to leverage that site to express the brand, to track the right target audience members to it, to engage them. And, and of course, we work with marketing most exclusively from that point of view. But we also are very good at working with the IT department to kind of bridge the gap and understand, hey, once we get those that the website performing and that information's got to be placed somewhere, you know, how does that work from the IT perspective? And typically they own infrastructure. They're going to want to own the site, the hosting of the site from that, re- that regard. And they typically are going to manage the CRM system, the ERP system, the implementation, sometimes the email application and all that stuff kind of needs to work together to support marketing and sales which is critical to the company's existence, that's kind of the way things are evolving now where there's hopefully a good line of communication between them and planning from that perspective. But there's still times where we run into that traditional mindset that IT should own the website and marketing is just marketing and IT can kind of do the marketing side of it and even sometimes do the brand stuff and it kind of ends up in kind of a meltdown situation. Hmm? That scares me. That scares everyone. You know, it's true. (laughs) But I think IT is, is really... In today's age, that's moving so fast and furious. No one can keep up with all of it, all the different systems. Right. And even IT, it's hard for them to know everything. And I think everyone's coming to the conclusion that there's experts and they all need to really work together. And, and that's kind of opening things up in a good, positive way. Ah, well, it is moving fast. And um, I think 
even in our world, the old model of uh, a, a brand experience stays constant in order for it to provide clarity is changing is, and how people consume media. What's your point of view on how digital marketing and the digital experience is, is changing even branding? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. And one of the, the things that we're seeing and have really seen as a trend for at least the past two or three years is social marketing is what I'm going to call social media. I think it's social marketing or just social in general. Companies, even from a brand strategy and expression point of view, really need to think about being much more social with their customers, their target audiences, and really engaging in conversations, being very transparent and uh, you know, providing the information that their customers will really find value in. And there's a whole kind of a turn in, in the strategy around that because oftentimes it's more resource information rather than just a bunch of marketing messaging. Hmm. And that's really what we're seeing out there is, is a, a very positive thing. And companies that are able to do that and engage with their customers at that level really do seem to have customers for life. Uh, it sounds kind of like uh, <laughs> uh, a little plug there, but it's true. That's kind of what it leads to. Do you have a like, quick case study? Uh, we only have a few minutes left in our show, but do you have a quick case study that can kind of bring that to point? Yeah, we have worked with American Airlines Cargo. One thing that we saw them do, true to their brand of being simple and helping clients do business at a high level while they're engaged with AAC, American Airlines Cargo, they also actually created a thought leadership strategy around this kind of social social strategy that's going on out there, this movement, if, if I can call it that, where they, through all the activity that they have in, in shipping cargo all across the world, really, they kind of understand market trends in those areas and mm. can inform freight forwarders, couriers on what is hot in certain market areas and maybe right in the, the freight forwarders' backyard that they don't even realize that there's a lot of shipments of this type of commodity or this type of, of resource getting in on that. So they've actually created a website called aircargoinsights.com. And on it, their customers can go there. And it's really exclusively set up for their customers, all that's open to the public, where freight forwarders can get in there, see those market trends, understand the opportunities. They've got statistical information. They interview industry experts. They bring a huge amount of resource information to their customers that help them really grow their businesses without ever really pitching their own services. Hmm. Of course, that's a great brand play and a great relationship strategy to keep those customers tied in with American Airlines Cargo. So it seems to work really well for them. That's a great story. You built these websites, you built the uh, social platform, and you're helping them really drive that forward. We built the website. We definitely helped them with their email marketing campaign, customer lifecycle program around that. Okay, fantastic. Well, Pete, um, you've been very helpful uh, sharing your insights and trends and uh, your approach and what makes you different. If our listeners would like to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to, to reach you? Through our website, it's probably the, the best way. It's www.rinteractive.net. And uh, yeah, Rhythm Interactive. Let's find us right online. All right. Great. Peter, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, you've been listening to Branding Business with Rika Spared. To learn more about our show or read our blog, please visit brandingbusiness.com. You've been listening to Branding Business, the only show that brings branding experts and corporate executives together to explore how branding your business can improve both your top-line growth and bottom-line performance. To hear more, simply visit our website, brandingbusiness.com. 
or tune in next week to learn how you too can build your brand and move your business forward. Brought to you by Rikus Baird.